Hello, it's episode 10 of my podcast. It's Chris Wade, and I'm currently hiding in the pantry of our house. So we just put the babies to bed. So daddy's job to go make hot chocolates, but I, I totally appreciate it. I said I'd do a podcast every day. I mean, it's Friday, and this is the day I've missed. I've not missed it because I'm going to talk now. So I am so on Twitter, I've been asking for content ideas. I've got quite a few ideas myself, but I kind of want to see what people actually want to listen to. Um, and one of the ideas was to talk about kind of my experiences in working abroad. So I'm going to briefly just talk about one of the experiences that, um, that I had in the last kind of five years. <clears throat> so approximately five years ago, I sat in my clinic in London over in Stratford, and I get an email from a, a parent of um, parents of a of a young girl. Um, I think she's about eight or nine. Um, and this young girl lives in a family house. Um, and <clears throat> over in Russia, sorry, I'm rubbish at adding the details. So she lives in Moscow with her mum and dad. Her sister lives in London. Um, she's a, I think she's a supermodel, apparently. And um, this young little girl um, has never left the family, the family complex where they live. So dad's explained, uh, got a diagnosis of um, epilepsy. Um, and she hasn't had any kind of seizures for quite a while, but the doctors have told him and mum that she should never leave the house because it's so dangerous in the outside world, um, and she could be quite far away from medical. If if, there's, if there was a need for kind of medical intervention, um, the, the risks are quite high. So this girl's lived a, a very sheltered life. So uh, fast forward four weeks, and Dad sorted out working visas for me and Christelle, an occupational therapist. We're flown over to um, <coughs> to Moscow. No idea which airport. I can't pronounce anything in Russian. Although my sister did do a A level in, in Russian, so we land um, and are told to look for the look for the guy with our names, which is quite typical. So we uh, we find this little guy, um, little guy. He wasn't little. Um, he was big. That's pretty much the opposite of what he was. So we find this guy with sun, sunglasses on uh, in the dark, uh, landing in the, in the middle of the night. He puts into a black house, uh, Mercedes. And we drive for about two and a half hours into the middle of nowhere. Um, we're taken to the family house, introduced to the parents. Uh, when we get to the kind of the family complex, uh, there are armed guards, there are dogs. Um, it's a 10, 15 foot high fences with barbed wire. Uh, we're told that we're not allowed to kind of have our phones on, on us at all. Um, so we're introduced to the family. This is like, tell me, it's, it's literally the middle of the night. We've been travelling for pretty much all day from Kofili to to Heathrow to um, one of the airports in Moscow and then in the car. So um, we're told to go back to the hotel. Uh, so we're taken to the hotel next to the Bolshoi and um, told to rest. The following day, we go to the house and we meet the little girl. She's fantastic. Um, she doesn't have any communication system set up. They've never, ever met a speech therapist. <clears throat> and they were told by um, kind of people in, the, in kind of the local council that if their daughter was to attend a school, um, there wasn't a, an appropriate school for her, and it's most likely that she would be sent to what they refer to as the asylum. Um, this is in 2015, so it's very different to how things are in the UK. Um, so I, um, I, I and Christelle, kind of the first step was to observe, um, kind of follow the girl around, follow the nannies around, follow the parents around, get to know the family. Um, we spend the next kind of three to five days kind of observing, uh, assessing, 
putting things into place, uh, functional um, communication systems into place. Uh, Christelle's looking at sensory, she's looking at fine motor, she's looking at absolutely everything. This is a young girl that has only has soft toys. We have nothing in the house that's, that she can play with because there was a fear that she could hurt herself. So she's been really, really, really protectively sheltered. So we put things into place. Um, communication board. I introduced how to use um, a, a very basic communication board in both English and, uh, and Russian. We um, spend a lot of time with parents. Um, parents are kind of because we're kind of visiting their country. Dad's super, obviously super proud of his country. Uh, we spend a lot of time kind of touring restaurants um, and being t- told you have to have a shot of vodka. It's so stereotypical, but we had to have a shot of vodka after every uh, every. Uh, course of a meal, um, but I explained that I don't drink alcohol because obviously I'm working. Um, so, so we swapped that for a spoonful of caviar after every single meal, um, after every um, course of a meal. Again, I'm not a fan of caviar, but to save face, I am. I had that. Um, I, we we built a, a very very positive relationship with the family and the nannies. We did a lot of training for the for the nannies. Um, explained a lot with the family, and I put some very simple targets for them together. Targets that were very much a case of let your child experience the world. So uh, we had very straightforward kind of functional targets such as kind of making choices in the morning. So choosing what she wants to wear, choosing what she wants to watch, to- watch what-, what she wants the television, choosing which toys she might want to own, um, so she might want to play with, where the toys kind of flowing in, etc. Um, and then we also talked about kind of where we sort of places wanted to her, wanted her to experience. So going to the farm. Um, maybe to go sit on an aeroplane, go go look at animals, go experience the cinema, go shopping for the first time. And I feel like we really, I mean, we left, I mean, Christelle and I left a week later, and we feel like we really kind of made some positive changes within the family. And I've stayed in contact with, with parents. I've met parents about over, over in London quite a few times. She still hasn't been in a flight. She hasn't left her, she has left her complex now, which is amazing, um, but she hasn't left the country yet. Um, this is five years later. Um, I'm still in contact with Dad, and we, we, we're kind of looking at kind of potential projects together because there currently isn't any speak Serbia access for any of the children that live locally. Um, so, so yeah, that's one of one of the experiences. It was amazing. I, I would highly recommend going to Moscow. I highly recommend kind of um, kind of exposing yourself to kind of different kind of countries and different cultures and how they work with children with special educational needs and kind of for me it's enriched the way that I work with children that have access to tons of stuff which we within the UK no matter how what socioeconomic background what they have access to is very different to what this young person had access to despite the immense wealth around the family um it was yeah a very very amazing experience right that's a quick podcast and better go make some hot chocolates have a lovely weekend everybody goodbye